morning, everyone. You already know what time it is, what day it is. So, welcome back to Salt Bay. As you can see by the title, you're talking about an intense thing. So, Happy New Year. Let's start off on a good way, taking in a lesson that will prevent you from being hurt, like a lot of us were last year. We are talking about the trauma bond. So if you would like to know a little bit about what this is and how it could potentially lead you to heartache, pain, and a repeated cycle, because this is something you are not going to and Okay. So the power of a trauma bond can be strong, and it is important to be aware of it. If you have been in an abusive relationship, you may have formed a trauma bond that has impacted your life. It has. A trauma bond is an intense attachment that is formed after repeated cycles of abuse in a relationship. If you listen back a few episodes ago, I did types of abuse, and it's not always just physical. So be sure to go check out that episode and subscribe. Trauma bonds form when there is a fear of abandonment and need for attention and love. After a cycle of abuse, the first stage is love, which masks the abuse behavior. The second stage is happiness when a person forgives the abuser and feels guilt for mistrusting them. And the third stage is attention where the person feels distrustful, but also recognizes that they need to stay in their relationship due to their trauma bond with their partner. Because staying together keeps them safe from feeling anything worse than what they already experienced at home growing up. A trauma bond is an intense attachment, like I said, and it forms after repeated cycles of abuse. When you think about it, it's really quite simple. A trauma bond is an intense attachment that forms after repeated abuse. If you've ever felt trapped in an abusive relationship and had no other option but to stay with your abuser because leaving would put your life at risk or make things worse for yourself, then there is a good chance that you could be suffering from Stockholm Syndrome, which is another form of traumatization. So what does this mean? Well, let me explain. Trauma bonds are formed through those cycles of emotional, physical abuse, or those other lists of abuse that I listed the other day at the hands of another person over time. This includes sexual assault by any kind of perpetrator, whether they be strangers on public transportation or family members who were supposed to love us unconditionally and did not. Interesting, huh?
which had me feel like they had no one else in my life who understands them or cares about them, which causes them to look for attention from anyone else around them, including you. Have you guys ever experienced that and seen someone who looks for love in all places? That's what usually the meaning behind it. To make sure this doesn't happen, try settling boundaries with kids so they know what is okay and what isn't when it comes to the behavior towards others. After a couple of abuse, the first stage is love, which master abuse behavior best. The abuser may be charming and attentive, but it's still an act. In this stage, victims often feel guilty for mistrusting their partner or putting up walls between them and the relationship. They even blame themselves sometimes for making their partners behave that way, but it's not necessarily their fault. Their feelings can keep victims trapped in cycles of fear and abuse as they try to please their partners without upsetting them again. The second stage is happiness, when a person forgives the abuser and feels guilt for mistrusting them. The abuser may have a change of heart and appear to be remorseful, but this can be difficult to stop because the abuser is being manipulative. It also is possible that you may feel guilty for trusting your partner, mistrusting them, actually, even if you know he or she has changed. The victim may also feel guilty for wanting to leave the relationship because they fear being alone again or experiencing another traumatic bond with someone else that doesn't like a partner. This makes leaving difficult because it means facing all these emotions at once, sadness, anger, and betrayal, and then having nothing left to hope that there will come a time when everything will be okay again. The third stage is tension, where the person feels distrustful, but also recognizes that they need to stay in the relationship due to their trauma bond. This can be difficult for victims. They want to leave, but feel like they can't because of their trauma bond. Victims often feel guilt and feel negative. They may even blame themselves for trusting them. I've seen that before, guys. It is embarrassing. Or they also might not be able to say no and someone else for help, which is normal. You know, if you're a pleaser, I've talked about that before. So check out that episode. It is two episodes before this. The final stage of this trauma bond is abuse, where all trust has been broken. Abuse is a common factor in trauma bonds, but it's not the only one. The final stage of abuse can be toxic because it often happens after all trust has been broken between partners. As a result, the victim may feel more isolated, helpless, and afraid to leave their partner because they don't know how else to protect themselves from being abandoned. They may also feel guilty for not trusting their abuser anymore or making decisions without consulting the court, even though these are normal reactions. How you may be wondering, how does it form? Well, I'm here to tell you guys. A trauma bond, a trauma, you guys hear me tongue-tied. A trauma bond forms because of psychological manipulation that occurs with abusers. This can be seen in many ways, but often it takes the form of fear of abandonment, aka anxious attachment style, check that out on my blog, and overwhelming need for attention and love. The abuser knows this, which is why they will continue to manipulate their partner even after they've left them emotionally bankrupt, physically injured, or dead. 
The cycle continues even if you manage to get away from your abusive partner by moving out or leaving town altogether. They may still call you every one to two months just to see how you're doing. And I say that sarcastically because they're not really checking on you. It's happened to me before. If this happens enough times over several years or decades, then eventually your psyche begins to believe that there is something wrong with your life because everything seems like a lie when compared with that or what used to happen between you and them. Being traumatized can cause a fight or flight response. The fight or flight response is an automatic extensive psychological reaction to danger or threat that occurs in humans and animals. It's commonly known as the fight or flight response because it prepares us to either confront the danger or flee from it. The human body reacts with an increased heart rate, increased blood pressure, and deep, decreased blood sugar levels during the chase. All of these help you stay alive so you can take care of yourself in dangerous situations. For example, if someone's trying to attack you. Ask yourself, if you saw a bunch of people run, would you go towards the issue or run with them? That is an example of fight or flight. Trauma bonds formed through cyclical abuse can create patterns of unhealthy relationships if not addressed. The abuser's goal is to keep the victim in a relationship by making them feel guilty for leaving. They do this by manipulating their partner emotionally, physically, and sometimes mentally. The abuser, the abuser may also use threats, intimidation tactics like stalking, or threats against the family members who have left or tried to leave the abusive relationship. For example, I'll kill you or blah, 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 which is very sad and messed up. Isolation from your friends and family can occur. And, you know, isolation from friends and family will remain loyal to them. For example, I'm going to cut off contact with everyone, including my children. Withholding money and finances controlled by others outside of the household. For example, withholding checks from banks. This is just a list of abuse, guys. Restricting physical contact, such as not allowing access when needed most. At night, when no one needs comfort more than anything else. All in all, guys, what I'm trying to say is trauma bonds are painful and destructive. But many stay in abusive relationships because of them. If you have a trauma bond, it is important to recognize this pattern to be harmful and get help to break free from it. The next time you find yourself in an unhealthy relationship, try talking about your feelings with someone who cares about you and that you trust. It might feel scary at first, but taking these steps will keep you on the path towards healing and recovery and finding your true love. I don't know if you guys have dealt with trauma bonds or how you feel from them it's okay to be safe place, and I hope you guys learn that trauma bonds are not okay. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. So subscribe, like, share, and also subscribe to my blog. You don't want to miss out conversations like these. Once again, Happy New Year, and I wish you guys nothing but the best in your new chapter in your life. I will see you next Sunday. Thanks for listening. Bye, please.